Hi, my name is John Kim, and I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth. I share my feelings and revelations. I believe in casual or clinical and with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Interior coffee shop day. A trendy coffee shop somewhere in Los Angeles. John sits with his client Amanda, early 30s, wiping croissant flakes off her shirt. Amanda. God, I'm a mess. John. Yeah, pastries are my weakness too. Amanda. If I could stop eating bread, my life would be perfect. Seriously. John. How's it going with Steve? Amanda. He ended it. John. Oh, I'm sorry. Amanda. Whatever, he was vegan. I wasn't even that into him. John. Did he give you a reason? Amanda. He said I'm not ready for a relationship. I think he was scared and projecting his own fears onto me. He's the one that's not ready. John, this is the third guy in the last six months who says you're not ready. What do you think about that? Amanda, it's these fucking croissants. I've gained 20 pounds. John, you think it's your weight? Amanda, men like skinny bitches. John, where are you with Kyle? Amanda, I don't know. I still don't know why he cheated. John, I thought he told you. Amanda, that's bullshit. He's been drunk many times without me and never stuck his dick in someone else. A few patrons look over. John. What does it mean to you to find out why he cheated? Amanda. What do you mean? John. What if you found out that him cheating on you had nothing to do with you? That it had to do with him escaping or hiding or running or not wanting to work on the relationship? Amanda thinks about this for a second. Amanda, then it would mean it wasn't my fault. Then she looks out the window as tears well. Amanda, that I'm not a piece of shit. Thank you for the acting. I know it wasn't that great. <laughs> Amanda couldn't close this because she was trying she was tying the fact that her ex Kyle cheated on her. She was tying that to her worth. And I think so many of us do that, right? She needed to know why. Kyle cheated so she can prove to herself that she had value, that she was a good partner, that she was lovable. But most importantly, that she was not like her mother, who her father cheated on multiple times. And Amanda doesn't have, didn't have respect for her mother, and her mother was abusive to her, and it was one of her biggest fears. So the fact that her ex, Kyle, cheated on her was not only a trigger, but it somehow meant that she was like her mom. And that's something that she doesn't want to be, right? It's one of her greatest fears. Um, but also, this idea that she needed to know why he cheated, and of course we all would, but not having that final puzzle piece left this unclosed and by this being unclosed, she wasn't able to be present in other relationships. Um, and because of that, they all ended. So I wanted to read something to you about closure. And it's this. Um, social psychologist Ari, God, I'm going to screw up this name, Kruglansky, started using the phase quote-unquote, need for closure in the 1990s. He was referring to a framework for decision-making that aims to find an answer on a given topic that will alleviate confusion and ambiguity. That's Psychology Today, 2018. 
Ari explains that when we seek closure, we are looking for answers as to the cause of a certain loss in order to resolve the painful feelings it has created. In doing so, we appear to form a mental puzzle of what happened, examining each piece and its relationship to the overall puzzle. Closure is achieved when we are satisfied that the puzzle has been assembled to our satisfaction, that the answers have been reached, and it is therefore possible to move on. Now, here's the thing about life. Um, we don't always find our puzzle pieces, right? We don't know why someone cheated on us or the relationship didn't work or why someone hurt us or lied to us. Uh, a lot of this is not <laughs> explained. And it doesn't matter if your uh, expired relationship was peaceful and you guys are still friends or whatever the reason. Like not uh, – not, wait, 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 wait. I don't mean whatever the reason. I mean – that even if things are good, even if things didn't end toxic, it doesn't mean that you're going to have all the answers, right? And and if you think of closure, if you define closure as having the answers, knowing what happened, then it can keep you stuck. And I want to remind you that closure isn't necessarily a door, it can be a bridge. And what I mean by that is uh, it's not about opening doors and finding answers and, and, and you know, when you open one door, you close the next. It's not, I don't think that's what closure is. I think closure is a process. I think closure is a journey. And I think sometimes uh, you feel it, you know, and I, and I think sometimes you don't. And it doesn't matter if we're talking about a, an expired relationship or the loss of someone, you know, a family member, a friend. Closure is a process, and that's what I mean when I say closure is a bridge uh, because I get a lot of clients who come see me because they want closure, right? They want to close that box and, and put a nice bow on it. They want to, quote-unquote, move on, um, and if you define closure as something that you need in order to close that box – and 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 you know what? I get it. Sometimes we do new things, right? We do – or we, we – we want things. We want an explanation. We want an apology. We want to know why. Um, what we don't get, what is not promised, are those things. You know, um, we can want those things, but it doesn't mean we're going to get them. And because we don't get them, a lot of us get stuck because then we feel that it's unclosed. And of course, with that, we have feelings. Uh, we start playing shit back. We have anger, resentment, uh, all of that. All of that keeps us in kind of this uh, locked state, um, a lower frequency. You know, it also creates our um, our love stove <laughs> to be hot when when it's actually not, but we create that. So we become scared to love again. It's harder to trust people. Like all of that, right? So a new way to see closure is a decision to uh, move on. Right. And I think there is some looking back. Right. I think there is some examining the black box, what happened. I think what's important isn't to blame and to figure out why, but more to just like own your own stuff. What happened? What did you do or not do? And how can that make you um, better, either in the relationship you're in now or the one that you will be in and grow from it? And maybe closure is less about answers and more about discovering uh, and learning um, about yourself and if that's what closure looks like then it's a journey and if that's what closure looks like then you're on one 
And if that's what closure looks like, then closure is a, it's, it's a good thing. You know, it's not um, dependent on someone else. Um, then closure is in your own court, meaning you have the power to close something. You're not dependent on someone else. And I think that's when you take the power back. I think that's when you uh, learn to uh, forgive or to let go or to live with, or you know, whatever that looks like for you uh, to move on and to be more present. Now, here's the thing. We're never going to forget, right? Because we have memories. Um, you can't like will yourself to forget something. Um, we're always going to remember. But there's a difference between remembering something and living in the past, right? There's a difference between not moving forward because you don't have answers to what happened or you are angry at someone or something isn't closed, something doesn't sit right. And of course, we uh, want to resolve that. And if we can, we should, you know, if um, someone is uh, able to sit down with us from our past and have a conversation or to explain or to apologize, or maybe you need to do it to someone then that's great. That's a gift. But for many of us, we don't have that luxury. Um, we are left uh, ghosted. <laughs> we are left with people not wanting to engage or respond, or we don't want to engage and, and respond because that relationship was toxic and we want to draw boundaries. And if that's the case, then you're going to need to, quote unquote, close this yourself. And so to see closure as a journey, um, as discovery, as learning, uh, about love, learning about yourself, learning about other people, all of that stuff. And if that's your new definition of closure, then you have taken the power back. And closure now can be something that you work on your own um, without someone else. If you're not getting my text, um, I'm actually talking about this episode because that was the theme of uh, the text this week. So I pick a theme and then I shoot out text throughout the week based on that theme. And uh, this week's theme was closure, and so that's what I wanted to. That's why I wanted to turn it into an episode. Anyway, if you um, are not getting my text, you can get them at theangrytherapist.com or just go to my Instagram at theangrytherapist and click on my bio link. I hope you are doing whatever you are doing to close whatever you need to close without hanging on someone else, depending on someone else, trying to find puzzle pieces that fit. Instead, looking inward, learning, growing, accepting, letting go, forgiving, and moving on in a power-filled way where you could do it on your own or with a therapist or coach and not depending and not dependent on someone else. Thank you for listening. Be well. Hey, if you have a passion to help others and want to become a life coach, or you just want to acquire tools to change your own life, learn more about our Catalyst Life Coaching Intensive. We are an evidence-based training program with an amazing, authentic, vibrant community, and we give lifetime support. Just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com, and click on Life Coach Training. Hey, before you go... If you like my ramblings and revelations and shares, I am now texting people directly to their phone. Just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com. If you want to subscribe, I'll be doing weekly texts, five days a week, reminders and also uh, mindsets and uh, exercises and challenges. And every week there will be a different theme, a different topic. So I hope to see you 
in your phone. And also, if you enjoy this conversation, I hope you help me uh, spread the dialogue and help other people by sharing it. You never know what people need to hear. So if it's helped you, I hope you uh, can help me help others.